This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, the Grammys were on last night and uh, we're here to talk about it on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, what did you think? The biggest night in music. You know, like there are so many thoughts and we've got tons of feedback and thoughts, commentary, but I want to get right to this. So watching it as we do through social media, and I'm sure a lot of people have this experience, Colleen, mm-hmm. I was struck by like how conditioned we are now to instantly love or hate something. Like you got to know right away. Did you love that performance or did you hate it? Because within 30 seconds on social media, people will have coalesced behind a particular opinion And I just thought about how frustrating and kind of stressful that is. Um, You know, there's a tendency to want to maybe tune it out. But at the same time, I think watching things like award shows, watching it with social media is actually fun. But it's getting to the point now where it's almost it's a little much. Um, Particularly, there was I was just struck by like. After every performance, I would quickly look to see, like, what does Twitter have to say about this particular performance? Mm -hmm. And you see that people people aren't just like, oh, well, that was that was fine. Right. No, nobody's just like I I quite enjoyed that lovely song and dance. (laughs) Because that's boring. Yeah, because nobody, like, who wants to see your, you know, mediocre opinion? I get that this is a very... um, this this isn't the whole picture, right? Like, not everybody is having this experience. But for those who were having it uh, on the television as well as through social media, I think they can probably relate to that. You look for people's... And sometimes people, you know, hit it out of the park. Like, there are some times when somebody just calls it what it is, and you're like, yep, amen. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times where things just... There's not a lot of room for nuance. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, yes, for and for a number of reasons. One of them being, there's really literally not a lot of room for nuance. Um, when you're talking about watching it through Twitter specifically... We're limited by characters. And so people have gotten conditioned to coming up with their opinion in such a short, pithy little comment. Yeah. So you better be like, able hurry to up, have an opinion yeah. now. And so you better be able to have it and have it strongly in is that a word? In that yeah. many characters. How many characters do we get these days? I can't oh, we remember. Get, we get a fair amount more than we used to. Right. So it's you know, we 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 have a little more leeway, but still you gotta be real succinct. About your hatred or your celebration. And, you know, when I say there's not a lot of room for nuance, let's look at one example. Let's look at Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo's performance uh, during her, quote, tribute to Motown. I mean, I call it her tribute to Motown because she was like sort of front and center. 
there's a lot going on, but let's listen to a little bit of it. And then I want to talk about how there just doesn't seem to be much room for nuance mm-hmm. in this day and age. This is Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. No, Jennifer Lawrence. This is Jennifer Lawrence falling up the stairs. No, this is J-Lo during a tribute to Motown. Okay, so that's a little taste of J-Lo on the Grammys during a tribute to Motown. We'll get to all this stuff. But my point was, there's not a lot of room for nuance. So I'm sitting on the couch watching that performance. And my initial reaction is, look at the dancers, look at the lights, look at the set, look at her banging it out. This woman is a grown-ass woman who is of a certain age that I can relate to, frankly. And she is still kicking and, and shaking and, you know, making her butt do things that I can't do. And like, she has, like, is... defined abs and, like, a high and, butt. And there's, like, all the music of Motown, which I'm, like, in, having just listened to a bunch of music that I'm, like, I don't know what that is. I'm old. It was just nice to to see a bunch of music that I that I knew the words to. to and knew yeah. the words to. I really sound like I'm You're 100. like, I've heard this song before. So my initial... And I know the person singing it. Oh, it's my... catchy. Mm-hmm. My initial reaction was, that's awesome. Um, But then... It doesn't take very long to start peeling back those layers. And you just saw the Internet do that because very quickly people started coming at that performance for a number of reasons. All of that may be very legitimate. And again, my point being that we don't have room for nuance. Like I can understand how somebody would criticize why Jennifer Lopez was doing the Motown tribute, Mm -hmm. right? Like Motown titan of you know african-american music that mm-hmm. sort of broke it open to society at large i mean just trailblazers like history icons all of the performers all of the people behind the scenes like such an incredible story right so i can understand why people would criticize then why was jenna why was j-lo doing the motown yeah tribute? specifically in a room full of people who would have also been qualified and talented yeah, i mean and, like literally yeah. you know the the like the people themselves, uh, the part, uh, the actual icons of, of Motown, Motown, some of whom are actually sitting in the audience. I mean, Diana Ross was there. Smokey Robinson was there. Smokey Robinson. And he did part. Yes. You know, he and, and today there are all of these pieces about, you know, Smokey Robinson defending J-Lo, J-Lo defending her performance. You have mm-hmm. all these hot takes from people about here are the th- what, 12 reasons why this was the worst Grammy performance ever. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but I know you were going at this particular performance because perhaps she wasn't singing out of her mouth. I, she, cause she's not a singer. I'm sorry. I know she has albums. Um, JLo has not historically been billed as a singer. Yeah. And what I mean is she would be the first pop star whose voice right. wasn't the most important thing going for her career. They all many of them lean heavily on voice tracking. Many of them do, meaning they've been in a studio, they've laid down the vocals, it's been auto-tuned within an inch of its life, and they are singing along with their auto-tuned version of themselves, perhaps. Um, but they are be they are they you can you are they are being carried by a version of themselves that was done in the studio um, or perhaps the voice of somebody else entirely. 
I won't even get into that. Um, but, you know, she's dancing her face off. The performance was great. You know, it's interesting because I walked into the studio and that was the first question that Donna Valentine asked me was, what do you think of the JLo performance? And I looked at her and I said, okay, well, that to me is a multi-layered conversation. Yeah. Like, but I'm going to get in trouble here if I just say I loved it or I hated it. Right. But the problem, not the problem, but but 2019 response to a performance like that, you, the, what what used to be... a uh, something you'd have some time to think over. Maybe you'd talk about it at the water cooler the next day. You'd perhaps read a very thoughtful multi-paragraphed uh, piece on in a entertainment news article. Now you everybody gets to have a hot take on it, and everybody gets to have a hot take in the moment. Yeah, and you have to have a hot take, and so it does get sort of muddied up by all of these different layers. Where it's like, okay, all of those are valid. But we used to have them sort of in a succession rather than all at once in a barrage from every angle. Well, and, all, and honestly, it might just be that it's it's the echo. And I was thinking a lot about this. The echo of social media just makes everything seem that much more intense. So I also don't want to overstate that people were poo-pooing that particular performance because for as many people as there were sort of pulling apart the things that they didn't like about it, there were a number of people who just loved it, right? It's it's just that echo effect where you've got thousands, if not millions of voices, uh, you know, sort of echoing at the same time that it just feels overwhelming, um, especially when you're watching it scroll by, you know, on your feed. Mm-hmm. Um and and for in some ways, I'm glad that they're like, I'm not saying I don't like social media, right? Like I enjoy the experience of watching an award show with social media because you feel like you have sort of other people in the room who are paying attention and you get to see a diversity of opinions and stuff. But I will say it just seems like there's not an impetus. There's not a, a mechanism by which you can have a lot of nuance or have a lot of thoughtful conversation. Um, and I guess expecting that in in the, immediate aftermath of something is is probably expecting too much but that was just what struck me last night was it's you either love it or you hate it yeah there's not a lot of in between that was going to be my question to you was like do you enjoy watching it with the aid of social media because i realized i don't i really don't think i do at one point i did just have to put my phone down uh put all of my social media away i said to my husband he likes it and I know he likes it. So I'm like, let me know if something's exploding yeah. on social media or if something catches fire. I'd like to know. But outside of that, it it divides my attention and it overly um, skews my my opinion or thought of what I'm watching in a way that I don't want to be affected. And so I just wanted to sit and enjoy it and try to figure out who half of these people were. Honestly, uh, well, in in that way, I actually don't think I would watch a lot of these. I mean, you know, we do this for a living, yeah. so of course we're we're going to be watching um, these performances regardless. But the Grammys, in particular, is an award show that I probably wouldn't spend a ton of time on because I'm not like musically. But when it comes to this segment of music, this is not my. This is not where I would spend a lot of time. Mm-hmm. There are a couple performances I would want to see and watch, and I would certainly have opinions about. But I think I get more enjoyment out of the entire thing, sort of 
I get to learn a little bit. Right. Like, oh, who's that? I have no idea who it is. Well, right there, people are telling me why this person is important. You know, I will say that was that was fascinating. So f- for people like like people like Casey Musgraves and people like that, what's that? A Brandy, Brandy Carlisle. Carlisle. Like, I don't know anything about those performers. And I learned a lot last night because there are people on social media for whom they are very important. And so they're sort of like, here's why this is relevant. And I mm-hmm. appreciate that kind of thing, that sort of shorthanding of information that... I can kind of like a crib sheet, you know, take away. So that that to me is is worthwhile. Yeah. But it did just you do sort of. And I know we're going to have that same stress again during the Oscars. Right. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. It, to me, it divides my attention in such a way that it's like um, almost overwhelming to me. And so the way I solve that is by having somebody who enjoys it in the room with me. And letting him, my husband, be the person who mans all of that and then just lets me know. But you're right. It is. It's like it's very busy online. It is very people's opinions are present and accounted for as soon as humanly possible uh, during those award shows. It would be nice if people's overt reaction was how does this make me feel versus what can I what what can I Criticize. Criticize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think criticism is important. And those are the pieces that I look forward to the next day when somebody has sat down and thought about why this might be questionable or problematic. But in the moment, it's like, girl, if you couldn't find something nice to say about JLo last night, you were doing it wrong because that is a grown ass woman at the age of 40 something who you can question her career up and down. And we do on a regular basis, mm-hmm. along with every other celebrity, because mm-hmm. that's our job. But like there is some part of you that has to admit that that woman is doing something that, you know, that is electrifying um, the room that she's in. Right and now. amazing. I mean, yeah. it was a captivating performance, whether you, know, you could take a different. I mean, that's like layer one. If you want to then take it deeper and have a conversation about, you know, whether or not she was the right person to do it or whether or not that was the appropriate performance for the Grammys or blah, 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 then have that conversation. But the first part should be, oh my gosh, can you believe what you just saw? Um, we just got a tweet. Can we please talk about the bigger JLo recording controversy or uh, the bigger JLo controversy? Her decision to dress as a Puss in Boots hamburger and drag. Thank you. <laughs> now that. Thank you. Yes. That is exactly the serious, right. but not all serious. Exactly yes. the right take yes. on her outfit. That hat. Bye. Puss in Boots, Hamburglar and Drag. When we come back, uh, somebody who does not fit any of those descriptors, <laughs> Elizabeth Reese will be bringing all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with so many dirt. Hi, my love bugs. Hi. I wanted to tell you that I was. Um, doing some little wedding preps with my sister and my other sister and my mom this weekend. And they said, we love Colleen and Bradley. So we love love all of the sisters and mothers of just the mother of Elizabeth Reese as well. Just the one mother. So anyway, Mm -hmm. they, they were just like, we just think that they're both so funny and they're just so fun to listen to. So thank you. You can keep talking about 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That throughout the second, yeah. like. <laughs> I will happily. I'm going to round out um, a little bit of Grammys coverage. Of course, we've been talking about it all day and we'll continue to do so. But I thought I'd just bring you a couple tidbits before I move on to some other stories in the Dirt Alert. Taylor Swift skipped the Grammys to support her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn. She was nominated for Best Pop Vocal Album, but she uh, knew that she wasn't going to win. Knew she wasn't going to win. Sorry. And then she went <laughs> to the BAFTAs in the UK, the British Academy Film Awards. That's where Bradley Cooper was, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and she, I think they won, didn't they? Uh, a Star is Born? Yeah. Ooh, I can't remember. They won something? Maybe? I'm sure they did. I don't know. But the favorite was nominated for 12 awards, and that's uh, Joe Alwyn as part of that movie and so um they took seven wins home and taylor swift celebrated the victories on instagram you know i think that is probably kind of nice to go to something that isn't all about you and you know she was probably thinking this is a bigger deal for him than the grammys are for me at this point i i love you Elizabeth Reese. <laughs> if I were to get into her head in that moment, where would I you would, go? I was thinking more lo- along the lines of like she knew she wasn't going to win, and so who cares? And so she didn't really need to be there. And you know she's got to make this relationship look real, so she's going to go there. They did go to the British Vogue and Tiffany and Company after party, and they were seen holding hands mm. as they walked out of Annabelle's Members Club in Mayfair. Ooh. I don't know what any of that but is. It sounds really fancy. Sounds lovely. A star is born one best film music music at the BAFTAs. Oh, and it should. That's mm-hmm. great. Okay. Uh, one other note about the Grammys after parties, which I always think are really interesting to find out who goes. Paris Jackson went to a Grammys after party. This is just a few weeks after seeking some treatment for some mental wow. health issues. She checked herself into a treatment facility to improve her emotional health almost a month ago. And she was seen at Republic Records Grammy after party. I will say, listen, I forgot this. I always have this problem every every award show when they do the in memoriam and I have to re remember. Yeah. Who died? Who died this yeah. year? Yeah. The, Joe Jackson. I forgot that happened this year. Yeah. 2018. Because it feels like or yeah. Yeah. yeah well, but yeah. Within, yeah, within the, the year that we're that looking at. I yep. was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> that young lady has been through a lot. Yeah. And. Also now, currently, with the documentary that's 
that just showed us. I was going to say, you don't have Michael Jackson as a father and act like you're getting out of life without some therapy, you guys. You got a lot of trouble. So that's what I'm saying. Is like in the middle of all You don't have anybody as a father and act like you're getting out of life without some therapy. Everybody needs some therapy. Mm -hmm. Times her therapy bill by about... The good news for her is that she's got the resources should she choose to avail herself of them. She Mm -hmm. does. Uh, Katy Perry, she has a shoe line and a couple pairs are being pulled from store shelves. Did you see this? No. Why? Here's the problem. The shoes, um, she has a whole shoe line at um, (laughs) Dillard's, Walmart. A couple of the designs feature what looks to be similar to blackface on a oh, shoe. Geez. Oh, for the Louise. love of God. I know. I People. get it. I get it. But I'm telling you, when you look at the shoes, oh, the problem God. is that there is a nude color shoe and then there is a black shoe and both versions have the same yep. face on mm-hmm. them. Okay. So they yep. have like an eye, two eyes, a nose and big red lips. The faces are exactly the same on the nude color shoe as the black color shoe. But what's happened is that they have gotten some criticism saying that these shoes look like blackface and so they're pulling them. Mm-hmm. They yeah, said in order I mean, to be respectful and sensitive, we're going to pull the shoes. That's, yeah, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe they shouldn't have released them in the first place. They're also just not great shoes. Yeah, Gucci... Did you see what they did? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. That sweater. You didn't look up the, <gasps> look it the up. Gucci, Gucci sweater. sweater. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. then you're really going to get fired up. Oh, man. Here Elizabeth Reese, well, thank you so much. We need somebody to play a 30 second pop culture challenge. 651641 30 seconds. Five Grammy related questions. Get them all right. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five Grammy related questions on the Colleen and Bradley show. We do it every day at 1230, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's our 30-second pop culture challenge. Hey, y'all, Charles. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone today? Michelle Mabel. Michelle Mabel. And what is she playing Hi, for, guys. Hey. She's playing for My Talk 1071 stocking cap. Fabulous. Woo. All right, Michelle, you ready to play this game? Woo, I think so. Good. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. The Grammy statue is in the shape of what? Uh, 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 horn. Uh, no. It's an instrument. It's, it's attached a, it's a, to what? It's attached to a square base. Okay, we'll uh, move on. Who hosted the Grammys last night? Oh, uh, uh, uh. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm too nervous. No, it's okay. Think. Hint. Lifeline. Uh, she, she, uh, her last name's got some things on a piano. Oh, Alicia. Oh, Michelle. Oh, God, I'm so Michelle. sorry. I wanted her to be better. Me too. <laughs> um, That's okay. My parents often said that about me. Let's go. Do you need to talk more about that? No, or not really. Should we move not on? Not right now. Okay. Uh, let's go back and, and answer those that she did not get correct. I, got, I knew what she was saying with the first one, but technically speaking, the Grammy statue is in the shape of? A record player or like a I Victrola. would say like a gramophone. Yeah. Oh, right? yes. That would make sense. Grammy. Hence Grammy. Gramophone. Yeah. But, uh-huh. but um, we, uh, I would have allowed that. Mm-hmm. However, she then got so far as who hosted the Grammys last night, Alicia Keys. And who won? Oh, Alicia. Keys. Alicia. She's fancy. <laughs> That's only when she's not. Never mind. Um, okay. Who? 
somebody going to get in trouble today? Who won Album of the Year last night? Casey Musgraves. Diana Ross is celebrating which birthday milestone? Happy birthday to me, 75. Who now has the most Grammys of any living artiste? Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. And uh, you can play that 30-second pop culture challenge again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And now that we're done with that, we can move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, we got Grammy gossip here in our blind items today. So here's our first blind item from the Grammys. Here is your gossip. Earlier in the day, this A-list singer slash A-list actress threw a drink across the room when she found out she didn't win a BAFTA. She then used some very colorful language to describe the person who beat her. Uh, Lady Gaga. Gaga. And was she talking about, was this, um, what's her name from The Favorite? Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man, I, to be a fly on that wall. I mean, Olivia Coleman, actual actress, but continue. <laughs> I'll fill in the blanks for you. Earlier in the day, yesterday, Lady Gaga threw a drink across the room when she found out she didn't win a BAFTA. Lady Gaga then used some very colorful language to describe the person who beat her, who would be Olivia Coleman from the movie The Favorite. Also, she had already won a BAFTA for that uh, movie, and it was for the film, so or the music, the, mm-hmm. the you know soundtrack, what mm-hmm. have you. And they were nominated for a bunch of awards. I mean, you win the, the, one, yeah. isn't that enough? No, not for her. The problem is she wants to be recognized for her acting. She's yeah. had enough of being recognized for her singing. She's an actress now. You know, that's the thing that is driving me a little bit well, batty with that her. That I kind of understand. I don't understand it in the sense that I think that's good behavior. I think that's crap. But I do think there is something to this idea with her that she always has seen herself as an actress first and a musician second. Because if I remember correctly, there's somewhere along the line with her where she talks about having want or wanting to have been an actress and then uh, was rewarded for her music. And therefore, that's why we're on the path that we're on. Yeah, I feel like that sounds familiar. And I don't remember where I heard that. Not that it makes any of this well. behavior completely uh, okay at all. Also, if she wants to be an actress, honey, I have not seen your performance, so I will suspend disbelief or judgment. But if the acting that was on stage last night during the Grammys was any indication. Oh, y'all, that was weird. Oh, the the crying, the weeping, climbing the stairs. Well, no, during the performance even. Oh, oh no, in her sequin onesie. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm not quite sure what my eyes saw during her performance of Shallow. It felt very um, high school. It was. And I know because I was there. In high school. I was a mm-hmm. high school dramaturge Drama or whatever oh. they call it. Dramaturge. Right in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, where, that, where all that went. Okay. Blinded by the item. By the way, Bradley, Lady Gaga is pretty good in A Star is Born. Yeah, her performance I, is amazing. I understand. Yeah. I understand that there's like legit chops there, but. Oh, yeah. Let's do some more Grammy gossip, shall we? Here is your next blind item. This A-list rapper, singer, winner nominee who had a huge 2018 kind of surprised everyone when he said he only has sex in the dark and no woman was going to see him naked if he could help it. Huh. A-list rapper, singer, w- winner 
nominee. Yeah, so the person at a big night last night doesn't like to uh, people to see him naked during the oh, sex. Oh, he's a never nude? Essentially is what the blind item is leading us to believe. I mean, I don't know. I don't... Drake? I, no. I was going to go like post Maloney. Oh. Maloney? Well, you're never like, going to see okay. his baloney. Uh, yeah. Ew, <laughs> gross. Nobody wants to see that. Well, I, yeah. Don't, I don't you sort of get the vibe on, no pun intended, on Post Malone that he's not, he doesn't have the highest self-esteem when it comes to his personal appearance. Yeah, well, let me fill. I mean, that's you know. Let me yeah. fill in the blank okay. for you. So, Post Malone had a huge 2018 and kind of surprised everyone when he said he only has sex in the dark and that no woman was going to see him Post Malone naked if he could help it. Yeah, oh, that's sad. I mean, it is sad. Um, if he just like doesn't think anyone wants to see him naked, it's. Well, I'm sure there are people who want to see him naked. Yeah, yes. there's somebody for everybody. He needs to celebrate himself. But that's, yes, I was, that's what I was going to say, is there are probably plenty of people who would like to see him naked. He needs to get right with that within himself. That is a Post Malone problem. That is not an other people problem. And, you know, that's my hope for him in 2019. Mm. That was beautiful. Post Malone, I want you to love you. Wow. Love, so- Colleen. All right, another Grammy-related blind item for you. Uh, This one having to do with something outside of the ceremony, but it happened over the weekend. So at a party, this permanent A-list, mostly television actor who played the same part forever, now does things every now and then, was asked about underage sex. He defended uh, the host of this party by saying times were different back then and that even he did that kind of thing back then. Oh, Mm-hmm. Is this like a Brian Singer experience? Now, think about permanent A-list, mostly television actor. And this person is very well known for playing one role forever. And they did it in different shows. Same character, different shows. Oh, okay. That's, I don't know why that seems really difficult to me. It's not. Okay. You can do it. Okay. Okay. So, what kind of TV shows are these? Comedies? Uh, yes, comedies. He is a dramatic actor as well, but his most famous role is a comedic one. Okay. That he played the same role in different TV shows. Yes. <laughs> Let I me give you so a hint here. Jack Tripper? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, John Ritter. Too on. soon. Passed on. Oh God. Too soon. Yeah, that was like wrong. a decade ago. That. Anyway, I'm going to give you a hint. Yeah. Tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Oh, Frazier. Uh, his name is uh, Kel- Kel- Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. Yeah. Okay. So now the host guys. of this party, I'm not sure, but Kelsey Grammer here. So at a party, Kelsey Grammer, he was asked about underage sex, and he said that times were different back then, and that even he did that kind of thing back uh, in the day. Uh, <sighs> Who was his host? Who was defends? That, well, was his what? host it was like? The 70s. Was it Hugh Hefner that he was defending? Because he used to get real kinky at the Playboy Mansion. He's dead, Colleen. Kelsey Grammer did. Yes. Now one could think that maybe it was Clive Davis's oh, pre sure. Grammy oh, party. Wasn't it Kelsey Grammy or Grammer who bought brought his child in a baby yes. bassinet or like to a, a Playboy a, Mansion party in a carrier? Carrier. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know when. Are we going to finally be done with the, like, it was the 70s, you guys? Probably when everybody who lived through it is dead. 
I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I well, know that that sounds I'm terrible, that but it's won't true. I'm for a long time because I too was born no, in the 70s. No, I I agree with you, but I'm just saying buckle in because yep. that's I think that that happens as time passes. Yeah, and you right? weren't an adult in the 70s, mind you. You were a child, so you well, you know. I mean, evidence. Okay, I'm just going to leave this alone. Okay, okay. Should that's we great. Uh, let's go over here. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, when we come back, we have to have a little chat about Ariana Grande because um, her impulse control issues are showing again. Um, we're going to need to take Twitter away from her. I'll tell you why after this on my talk 1071. Uh, we need to give Ariana Grande a little Twitter timeout, a little social media uh, breather. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Hi. Trainer. So we talked about this a little bit last week that Ariana Grande did not go to the Grammy Awards. And uh, the reason specifically why, at least to our knowledge, is because she was uh, wanting to perform her new single, Seven Rings, uh, on stage at the Grammys. And the Grammy producers were saying, well, you can do that one, but you have to do it in a medley. And we want to decide what the other songs in the medley are. And she was like, wait on it. You can't control me like that. You're not doing that to anybody else. I'm not coming at all. Yeah. And so I'm not going to let the man tell me what to do. So she stomped her feet and said, I'm not coming. Yeah. And so that right there we learned... Maybe impulse control is not. Well, I mean, it's Ariana Grande's strength. She is a donut licker. You're correct. Well, she showed that same face again last night because even though she was not at the Grammys, it did not stop her from live tweeting the Grammys and dressing as though she was at the Grammys. And there was kind of a meltdown moment when her uh, her former boyfriend the late Mac Miller. So remember, she had broken up with Mac Miller and then he died from an overdose uh, while she was dating Pete Davidson. Um, and that has, you know, that that was rumored to have really been a, a breaking point in her relationship with Pete Davidson, kind of the grief around She's that. She's had a rough year. She's had a rough year. Um, but so he was nominated in the same category that Cardi B was and Cardi B ended up winning uh in in that category and she was not there for it meaning ariana grande was feeling very angry that the late mac miller did not win this award and that instead cardi b did and she started tweeting about it saying things like that is literal bull bleep and trash um and people were kind of calling her out on that like are you calling cardi b trash or do you think she shouldn't have won? And Ariana Grande did apologize and say, that's not what I meant. That's not why I'm angry. And then she teased it out a little further and explained that the reason that she was actually angry was that Mac Miller didn't win um, because the Grammys had invited his parents to attend the show. And she said, if they knew, like they knew that he wasn't going to win and they yeah. still invited his parents to the show. Yeah. And that was what was making her angry. And she went on this full-blown tantrum. I mean, you know, I would cut her a little slack because it is, you know, she's had some loss this year and clearly that's going to make her emotional. Absolutely. I, I, I still don't understand why she didn't go. I mean, you know, like ultimately I'd say like, just go and be the bigger person. Like it's the Grammys and you're a music industry pop idol. You're part of the machine. That's like your 
that's your thing. You right. know what I mean? Like, I get that, like, there are things that you just can't abide. And so then you, you know, have to draw boundaries and all that stuff. And I'm not trying to have a, you know, tell her she can't have her principles and things. But it just came across as like, I'm going to take my stuff and go home. Right. I guess that said, had she been there, I wonder what this would have looked like if she would have had this moment live and in person at the Grammys. I just like, again, to your point, she's had a year and all of her feelings are valid. Remember the year that she had before that was also a year. It was a different kind of year. Remember? Yeah. Was that the donut licking year? No, No, that was the Manchester bombing. Oh, geez, you're right. Oh, sorry about that. Yes. I mean, she's had a couple really (laughs) difficult years. Yes. And she's and, you know, frankly, I think she, you know, yeah, she's had a couple years. And my point is, I don't know that social media is helpful in in processing those things well and i will say you know with her in particular she you know because of sort of the other things that uh we know her from in terms of social media donut licking etc prior to like the sort of the tragedies that she's had to endure um which i'm sure no doubt have helped sort of helped her grow Mm -hmm. presumably she will at some point because they would for anybody but um you know because we're sort of predisposed to think of her as sort of immature childish and impulsive you know these kinds of things just look even more so. Yes. Um, especially the way that she handled the Grammys. I just keep going back and forth between her. And so how old is she? 25? Mm-hmm. I believe so. I think she's 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was going to compare her to Adele. Adele's 30. But like you, 25-year-old Adele and 25-year-old Ariana Grande seem like two entirely different yes. people. Yes. I do think you have to be a certain level of professional to get to where Ariana Grande is. So I don't want to say that she's just a complete, you know. Um, you know what show? Yeah, because I don't think she'd be able to have the career that she has if she was. Mm-hmm. That said, I think that her temperament <laughs> seems somewhat um mm, less in the mature end of that pool yeah yeah and she finds herself kind of stepping in the dog's business a lot and then she has to dial it back yeah well, uh, i mean impulsive obviously when it comes to like pete davidson and um donut licking and well yeah the donut licking is sort of the thing that got us all thinking about her as just sort of an irresponsible, that little girl, she's just so irresponsible. Well, you remember, though, the song that really blew it all up was her Seven Rings song. And her Seven Rings song, mm. uh, you know, she'd gotten a tattoo to commemorate that yeah. on her palm. Momentous. It was momentous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tattoo accidentally, uh, she had it in Japanese. It ended up actually saying Stinky Barbecue Finger. And I don't know about you, but there were a lot of commercials featuring her song Seven Rings last night. It was... Uh, haunting. And I was thinking to myself, no, that's not how this song goes. There's a song called Stinky Barbecue Finger that is the real song. I mean, it's going to win a Grammy next year, right? I thought so. Should we listen to it? Yeah, let's listen. Applebee's riblets and sauce from McDonald's. Bacon cheeseburgers and pulled pork tostadas. The restaurant is out of wet naps, I think. That's okay, I'll just let my finger stink. Mesquite, I smell it. So sweet, I smell it. Big size of brisket, short ribs with fixings. You like my finger? Gee, thanks. Just smell it. I sniff it, I lick it. Don't waste it, just taste it. Sweep in the nation. Mm. Grammy eligible for 2020. A friend of mine goes, Feeling good about it. So this friend I have listens to your show, and I walked in uh, the other day and she said, Have you heard the song? 
And my friend was like, um, no, I don't know what you're talking about. She was talking about stinky barbecue thing. Because everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Because okay, technically only people ta- who hear about it on our show. That's everybody. Yeah. That matters. But you everybody's gotta start anybody. somewhere. Exactly. Yes. Ariana Grande started somewhere. And uh you guys tell a friend though. Stinky barbecue finger, yeah. Grammy eligible, twenty nineteen. <sighs> I, I think, you know, there'll be probably an extended cut, um, a, d- a dance club remix mm-hmm. I would like, maybe like a David Guetta or um, who's the new, like, who? Marshmallow. Who, Marshmallow. Oh, that's a person? Well, My son yesterday yeah. was telling me about Marshmallow's birthday and I was like, that, like thought that was the day that marshmallows were invented. Yeah, he's kind of like Dead Mouse where he wears the thing on his head. He wears like a marshmallow with yeah. like... A smiley face. I'm uh-huh. so old, you guys. And I, trust me, I learned this last night while I was watching the Grammys, and I bet you did too. What made you feel too old for the room oh, when you were watching the Grammys? 651-641-1071. What made you feel too old for the room when you were watching the Grammys? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.